What is up, guys? What is up? What 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 is up? Welcome back to another Beyond the Chair podcast. I know you guys have been curious. You guys have been wondering where the hell have I been? What's going on? Is this dude ever gonna come back? I'm here now. Look, I can't say that I'll be back for sure, but I'm back for the here and now temporarily. Now. In this podcast, we're going to talk about the honest truth about being a barber. There's some things that have happened to me today that really spawned me to do this video because I realized this is the, the stuff that's happening to me today are things that people don't really talk about when it comes to being a barber. So we're going to break down a lot of stuff. And if you guys are curious where I've been, go check out the audio platforms. I've been podcasting behind the scenes. I haven't been out here saying, hey, go check out the, po the audio podcast over here. Da, 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 da. Links in the description below. You guys can go on over and listen to some of the past episodes. They're all on there. If you guys are curious about where I've been, what I've been up to, the, it's all on the audio platform. So I'm not going to talk about this up now, you know, but we're, we got to get into the topic today. So what spawned this topic today? Something happened to me this morning. And it's kind of scary. But I was compelled to do this podcast because I felt that this is something that people don't really share about the things that happen to you and it could affect your job. So, and by the way, shout out to everyone who's watching, you know, dr drop where you're watching this from in the comments below. It's been a while. This is the welcome back party. So, you know, shout out to everyone that's watching. I'm curious to know where everyone's watching from. So this morning, it's a Wednesday. And my, my wife and kids, they're getting ready. And I'm half asleep. I'm like really like sleep, but I'm not completely asleep. You guys know what I'm talking about. So I hear a, a glass crash, like something break. And you know how when you drop a cup, you drop a vase. Um, I'm trying to think of something else. Uh, that's glass that breaks, but this was a very distinct sound. I've heard this sound before, like this type of glass crash. So I knew it wasn't uh, like a glass or like a, a mirror. I was like, this is glass from a window. This sounds like a glass window breaking. So I, I look at my wife, I'm like, what's going on? You know, she's like, Yo, kids, did you drop something? And I'm like, whoa, kids didn't drop something. And everyone's like, I don't know. So then, you know, I see something on the ground. And I'm like, what's that? And then she turns the light on and somebody threw a rock through my bedroom window around 645, 650 in the morning. Someone threw a rock through my bedroom window. This is the stuff that people don't tell you about when it comes to barbering. Now, we're going to get into some of the things that you may want to look out for when, you know, pursuing certain things in barbering where you might not be like, eh, you know, like, eh, this sounds great. But when things like this happen, it's not so great. So I'm just sitting here like, who the hell throws a rock through the window? Now, of course, you know, first thought is like someone trying to break in. Uh, is this some... Um, your thoughts that went through my head. Are there some kids that's being mischievous in this scenario? Yes, it was uh, because my next door neighbor, 
they broke out their the glass window to their uh, back door. And I'm just like, this is just ridiculous. Who does this? Who's, who, whose kids does this? Because, and this is why I tell people, raise your kids right. You don't want your kids out here at six something in the morning. And I don't know if these were kids. I can just only assume because for me, it makes no damn sense for an adult to be out here doing stuff like this. Why would an adult be out here six something in the morning throwing rocks through people's bedrooms and back door windows? Makes no absolutely no sense. This is sounds like something a child would do. So I always tell people, raise your kids the right way. You know, don't be out here. You know, and and I, I'm sure some of you watching are guilty of this. You guys are curious. You, you scroll social media. You see these kids doing bad stuff, kids cursing, yelling. That's what leads up to stuff like this that happened to me this morning. When you see things like this on the internet, you might be laughing like, oh, man, little man is savage. No, that shit is stupid. That leads to kids becoming what happened to me earlier this morning. So what happens after this, right? So he throws the rock. And I don't know who this is because I didn't go and I didn't run out outside of my house because here's what I'm thinking. And by the way, I'm about to buy me a gun today. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm about to purchase me a, a firearm today. And now it, what's funny about this is, and it reminds me of something else that happened to me a few months ago. I've talked to my, about. I should clarify this. I'm not a big gun enthusiast. I don't actually, I really don't like guns. But I do like the utility of it when it's actually needed for certain things. For protection purposes, it's great. But I'm not that type of person who's willing to buy like a, a bunch of assault rifles. I have tons of shotguns, tons of handguns, and you know, tasers and like lasers and lights on my gun. Like, no, I, that, that's not me. I like it for a certain purpose. So I've held out buying a gun for years, but things like this is the reason why. I'm about to buy me a gun today. What's funny is I was talking about buying a gun weeks ago with my wife. And then after this morning, I told her, I was like, I'm buying it today. I was like, you know, because she was like a little resistant and she's the same way. She doesn't like guns. I don't like guns. So it was like a perfect marriage there. But after this whole thing today, I was like, yeah, yeah nope. So the thing is when it happened, I immediately got up out of the bed. Of course, I'm the man in the house. So got to get up. And I was just thinking to myself, like, man, I wish I could just reach for a gun right now. But my thing was, when this happened, it was dark. It was it was, it was real dark outside. Like, you could barely see, even though it was, like, 645. So I wasn't going to run outside straight into the smoke and see what's going on, especially because I don't have a gun. And even if I did have a gun, I'd be a little bit apprehensive to just run outside and see what's going on because I don't know if this is a setup. I don't know if they, they're going to try to ambush me or something. So you got to keep a level head when it comes to stuff like this. So what I'm saying, I'm like, hmm. If they really want smoke, I'm going to let the smoke come to me. So, and I would have the same mindset if I did have a gun. I'm not going to go run out here into some blind scenario. I'm going to let the smoke come to me. If they want it, they'll come to me. So, you know, cops, my neighbors call the cops, blah, blah, blah. So now, where does this fit into barbering? Because I know you guys are like, what the hell does this have to do with barbering? I had to block my schedule off. I had to block my schedule off today. Now, look, I have some later appointments, but I had to cancel my schedule because I'm having to deal with this. And mind you, I might have to cut this podcast off uh, short because the glass guy might be coming out here. So 
he should he should be here probably within the next 30 minutes, 45 minutes. I'm going to try and wrap this thing up really quickly. So how does this pertain to Barber? This pertains to Barber, like I said, I had to block my schedule off, which means I'm not making money. Also, I have to pay money to get this glass fixed. So not only did he break now this window that he broke, and I didn't even know this. I guess it's two windows. I didn't even know there were two uh, panes of glass that were there. So I have to get this replaced. He threw the rock so hard, it punctured a hole in my blinds. So I have to get new blinds now. Luckily, when the rock hit the drywall on the opposite wall, it just left like a little bit of, you know, something. So I could just, you know, paint over this and, you know, I, I won't have to, you know, repair any drywall. But do you see what happens there when people are irresponsible, when people don't raise their kids properly? Stuff like this happens. Now, look, I don't know who did this. We don't know who they are. Nothing's going to happen. I'm pretty damn sure of it, unless they just continue to do stupid stuff and then just get caught. And then, you know, all their bullshit kind of catches up to them. But here's one thing that I, that went through my mind a little bit is why me? And I also thought, what did I do to deserve this? Did I do something recently? Because I'm a big proponent of karma. I believe in karma wholeheartedly. And I was saying to myself, did I do something recently to deserve this? Like, man, I'm always thinking, man, and because I always tell people do the right thing, treat people the right way. Don't do grimy stuff because it will come back to you one way or another. It might not come back the same way you dished it out, but it may come back in another way. And I always think about this when something bad happens to me. I'm like, hmm, what the hell? Kind of weird. But the funny thing was ironic about me talking about getting a gun and then I'm about to buy one today. I don't know if you guys remember a few months ago on the podcast, I talked about someone broke into my car and part of the reason why I've been away from YouTube was I was doing renovations over the summer and I wanted to enclose my backyard so people couldn't walk through the side of my house and, you know, have access to my cars, which I did that. And it's funny when they broke into my car, it was a few weeks before we were starting construction on all the renovations. I was just like, wow, how ironic. And just like this scenario here, I was about, you know, I still got the gun pages up right now. How ironic that this happens. And I'm, I'm just like, this is really weird. So I have to block off my schedule. Okay. I'm losing money. I'm having to pay money to fix this. Look, I had no intentions of replacing a window in my house. No intention. I have no intentions of buying. Look, I bought those blinds when we first uh, moved into this house. My intentions was never to have to buy blinds again. Why? Why would I want to have to buy bonds again? Makes no damn sense. So people out here causing property damage to homeowners. And these are the things that people don't realize. And I try to preach to you guys, be respectful to people and realize the consequences of your actions. Just because you might do, be doing some stuff in front, what consequences does that have? It's going to have some consequence. You know, you can't just walk around and do something and then be like, oh yeah, the world is just going to continue to move how it's supposed to move. Now, here's the truth. When this stuff happens, you know, me blocking off my schedule, I might lose clients long term because people are like, man, this dude ain't here again. Now, now let's be real. Not all clients are going to wait for you. Your, your, your true, 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 true clients will wait for you, but not all of your clients are true, 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 true clients. They're not all going to wait for you. Now, there's some clients where, let's say you've canceled on them before or have been unavailable for them before, and then you do it again in a scenario like this where it's absolutely necessary, right? 
because I can't, I don't feel comfortable leaving my house with a big ass hole in the window and someone just having easy access to my house. I don't feel comfortable like this. So I'm not going to go to work. Even though, yes, I have security cameras. Yes, I have a security system. I have motion uh, sensors inside of the house. I just still don't feel comfortable. So even, yeah, it would be, yeah, even if someone did try to break it, I would still know because there's a motion detector like right by that window. But anywho, these are the things I'm talking about. It's tricky. Let's say you canceled on a client before and you were on some BS, right? Like, like sometimes it happens where you're like, oh man, I messed up late. Let me cancel your appointment. But this time you have something legitimate happens and you're well within your right to have to cancel someone's appointment, but maybe they're not hearing it like that. Maybe they remember like, damn, this dude BS me the one time. Now he's doing it again. Fuck this guy. I'm out of here. I'm going to go find another barber. Now, I always tell you guys, when you get new clients as a barber, ask questions. Ask like, hey, how'd you find out about this barbershop? Hey, you get your hair cut around here? And you start asking these questions, people start opening up. I ask these questions to people all the time. And I've had this answer a few times from clients that say, man, dude, this dude canceled on me like a few times. I, I'm trying to remember which client it is. Oh, I think it's a female. But nevertheless, they specifically said, yeah, man, this person canceled on me, blah, blah, blah. Um, whoa. Chat's disconnected. Uh-oh. I don't know. I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep rocking. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep rocking. I, I don't know what just happened here. It looks like this the, the stream just dropped off. Looks like it's trying to reconnect. Uh, I don't know what's going on. It's a little bit weird, but for all the audio listeners, I know you guys are like, what the hell? What the hell's going on? What's going on? What's going on? I have no idea what's going on. Um, <laughs> it's kind of crazy. The podcast just, well, it looks like it's just an internet issue. Uh, it's trying to reconnect. It's kind of strange. Okay, so it sounds like the video's frozen. People can't hear me. Oh my gosh. See, you see the problems? with, uh, you know, all this internet stuff and streaming and blah, blah, blah. This stuff happens. This annoying stuff happens. So I'm going to see if I can. And for the audio listeners, sorry, guys. Uh, I'm going to try and reboot this here on YouTube. And I'm going to come out, come back in. Cause we we gotta we gotta keep this conversation going. We gotta keep the conversation going. There we are. Okay, I think I think we're back connected. I think we're back. Are we back? I think we're back. I think we're back. If you guys can hear me, let me know. But I I I think we're back. telling you the the life is a barber I'm, I'm telling you guys it's crazy it is crazy 
So if you guys can hear me, let me know. I'm going to keep rocking. Uh, I'd hate to just keep going on. <laughs> of course, the audio listeners out there in the podcasting platforms are probably like, hey, who gives a damn about everybody on YouTube? Keep keep rocking for me. <laughs> but, you know, this is just real world stuff. Uh, you know, of course, problems with Internet, this stuff happens as well. So I don't know. I don't know if anyone can hear me in the YouTube sphere. Dang. Okay, so nobody can hear me. Whoa. Okay, this is a this is a little bit creepy. Uh, this this is the frustrating part about YouTube, guys. Um I'm going to try to refresh this because people are leaving comments, but obviously I don't I don't know. Um Ah, oh, this is ho horrible. Nothing. Okay, so people are hearing nothing. Okay, let's let's see. I'm going to see if you guys can hear me now. This is horrible. I mean, talk talk about horrible. Horrible of horribles. This is horrible. Okay. All right. So there we are. We'll see if you guys can hear me this time. We're going to keep this train. I'm going to try and keep this train rolling. We'll see. There we are. Sounds like you guys can hear me. I don't know if this is a whole nother link, a whole nother page, whatever. But here we are. We're back again. We're back rolling. So, you know, we, we got to keep this thing rolling. Okay. So where did I leave off? Customers. So you have to cancel customers. Things like this happen. Okay. And I try to tell you guys, do business the right way, treat people the right way, and it'll come back to you. Okay. Because you keep doing this stuff. This is why you got to do your business honorably. Because if you keep playing around, it's like, the story of the kid that cried wolf. He cried wolf enough where people stopped taking him seriously anymore. But when he actually needed the help, no one was there to help him because they're like, ah, oh, here you get this dude over here crying wolf again. Same thing with your business. Do it the right way. Don't exhaust all of your lifelines. It's just like in school or even work, they give you a certain amount of days off per year or sick days. Let's say you just want to take the six days because you want to be like, ah, I want to go chill. I want to go to Miami, but take a sick day. What happens when you actually get sick? Same thing in school. You have a certain amount of absences before, you know, they'll fail you out of a class. Don't exhaust all your options. That's just not, that's not a smart way to live your life. Same thing with barbering. So when I have to cancel my schedule like this, luckily, I don't have a track history of canceling people's appointments. This is why I'm so adamant about no call no shows when i try to tell people like hey i gotta charge you for it a lot of my clients they're like man are you gonna charge me for it now yes dude this is serious business this is how i provide for my family you are taking time off of my books 
I can't just let you come out here, take time off my books with no repercussion. Do business the right way, guys, and uh, handle yourself professionally, and people will treat you professionally. Now, here's the one thing that a lot of people, the one truth about barbering that people don't talk to you about. A lot of barbers and people that talk about barbering is like, oh, you want to get booked. You want to get booked out. You want to get booked, baby. That's where the money is. Now, look, guys, I'm going to ask you a question. Now, I talked about this on the uh, on the podcast on the audio uh, platform, but you probably didn't listen to that. So I'm going to pose the same question to you right now. All the audio listeners, sit back and relax, okay? How much money is enough for you to make per week? What's a good amount of money if you're a barber? I'm assuming you're a barber because you're watching this video. How much money is good money for you to make per week. How much? Give me that dollar figure in the comments below. I want to know because being booked, people, they talk about I'm a week booked out, two weeks booked out, three, four weeks booked out. Do you, Would you like that? So after you drop the dollar figure in the comments below, I'm curious. I'm curious. I'm going to do something real quick. Bear with me. All right, there we go. Whoa, okay, still still the same. I guess the chat's doing whatever it wants to do. All right, so drop that dollar figure in the comments. I'm, I'm curious. Okay, someone says 1,000. My man, JB and Ways. I see iMoneyG out there. Shout out to everyone else that's tuned in. I saw people shouting out where you guys were from earlier. I didn't get a chance to see it because I was trying to get through this stuff. Because, like I said earlier, the guy's going to be here at any moment to come give me a quote and possibly fix this window. So, uh, iMoney, okay, Rose says $1,200. iMoney G says uh, $400 million. I, I don't think there's any barber that's making $400 million a week. So, let me know a dollar, a dollar amount. I want to know in the comments below. What's a good dollar amount for a barber to be making a week? But while you guys, uh, you know, gather your thoughts and leave those comments, I'm telling you, being booked is not as good as you think it is, guys. I'm telling you this right now. Me personally, I'm not a booked barber. I'm not a barber who's booked a week out, two weeks out. I, yeah, now that I think I've never been booked a week out. Now, have there been weeks where I've been booked all week? Yes. But I'm not, my schedule is not booked a week out in advance. I've never had a week like that. I've never been two weeks booked. And I'm going to be honest with you right now. You're talking to a real barber. I don't want to be booked out a week out. I'm being dead honest with you. I do not want to be a week, two weeks, three, four weeks booked out in advance. Here's why. What happened this morning is the exact reason why I don't want to be booked out a week. Because here's what's going to happen. Let's say you're booked out two weeks. People were booked today. The schedule's booked today. Imagine I have to cancel everyone's appointment. And I'm pretty sure most of those people on that day needed their haircut today. Me being booked out two weeks, I got to bump their, their haircut out two weeks or try to finesse and squeeze them in. Me personally, I don't like squeezing people in. I don't like it. I'd rather work comfortably, smoothly, and just steady. I don't like to be busy. I don't like to be like chicken with your head cut off. No, I don't like none of that. 
I like to work at a steady pace. I truly believe slow and steady wins the race. I remember this was last Saturday. Last Saturday, I made about $600. And I wasn't even, I wasn't booked that Saturday. Well, technically I was booked that Saturday. But there were gaps in my schedule where I had like ten, like 5, 10, 15 minute breaks in between clients. So it was like a re real leisure day. I could just, ah, uh, just, you know, do this here and there, take my time, ah, uh, you know, whatever. But then I looked at the, the the books at the end of the day. I was like, whoa, I made $600. I was like, it didn't, it, it didn't feel like it. And that's what I'm saying. You don't have to be like, oh, let me hurry up. 10, 15 minute haircuts and like, no, you don't have to do that. I made that much money and it didn't even feel like I made that much money. I was like, oh, I probably made like three something. I was like, damn, I made $600. I was like, this is crazy. So how much is an, a, a good amount for a barber to make per week? You guys let me know in the comments. I want to know what's a good amount because people like to talk about, oh, being booked, being booked, being booked comes with a lot of responsibility. Me personally, and I know my life personally, and you, I'm sure you know your life personally way better than I do because I don't know you. I'm telling you now, in my life, things happen. Case in point, what happened this morning with some juvenile delinquents throwing a rock through my bedroom window. Things happen in my life. I have kids. Things pop up in my life. Me personally, and I've made this, this uh, decision a while ago. I don't want to be booked. I do not want to be booked. Mm -mm, no. Now, if I go into the day and I'm not booked and I just happen to be booked, you know, maybe people, because this is what happened to me. My clients, they'll book appointments same day. So I might go into work having like 20 or 30% of my schedule booked, but at the end of the day, it may end up booked. Or I still just make good money. So for me, I like it. And this is as a barber, you have to structure your business to the way you want to do business. So if you want to be booked, go out and try to get booked, create that demand for yourself. If you don't want to be booked, then don't try to promote yourself to be booked and don't you know, overwhelm yourself. That's the beautiful thing about being a barber. Like I said, at the beginning of the podcast, you can structure your business the way you want. You can run your business the way you want. You can design the clients the way you want. That is the beauty of being a barber. So it looks like a, a lot of you don't like talking about money. I do. So being, like I say, being booked is not as good as you think it is. Now, I have a few barber clients that I cut. They work at different barber shops around Dallas, you know, and they'll, come to me I'll cut the hair one of them he's booked out two to three weeks and I wish I could like phone him up right now and he even says it himself he's like eh, I kind of don't like it I don't I don't like being booked up this much because there's no room for error when you're booked up that much there's no and, and what I mean by booked up I mean really booked up where you're in schedule when your schedule is open from open to close and you're booked up in between I don't mean you know you're working two hours this day so you're booked up oh this day I'm gonna work four hours and or oh, I'm, I'm saying I'm booked up like no I'm talking about eight hours plus booked up and this guy is eight hours plus booked up now me personally I don't want that it's just too much pressure it's too much BS 
I can still make good money doing what I'm doing now. Could I make more? Yeah. Here's the thing. I'm not money hungry. Some people are. That's just not me. But these are things that as a barber, you need to really evaluate what you want out of your business and how you want to structure your business. Because if you don't, you're just going to let this industry run you right over like, like a damn freight train, run right over your back. And you're going to start hating it. You're going to despise certain things about the industry. You're going to be looking to get out of it and doing something else. Because here's the funny thing. People will complain about barbering, like barbers who have left the industry. And then they'll go off and get some mediocre job that pays like $15 an hour, maybe $20 an hour, like, like whatever. They'll go off and get these jobs, have a boss, have a schedule, but they couldn't maintain this on their own being self-employed. They couldn't manage themselves. And this is what I tell the truth about being a barber. You have to know how to maintain yourself. You have to be disciplined enough to maintain yourself and be responsible. I mean, you got to be responsible. You know, we, you know, I'm just gonna be real. It's just tricky. You know, being responsible, it's, it's full-time work. Now, I don't know how much it's going to cost for me to fix this window and, you know, buy a new set of blinds and, um, whatever, but that costs money. And this is what I tell you guys about having emergency funds, have money on the sidelines. I've got plenty of money on the sidelines right now. Actually, probably too much money on the sidelines. Actually, I need to do something, uh, with this money to be honest with you. Um, I, yeah, I, I need to go invest this money. It's, now I always tell you guys six to three to six months of expenses, right? It's cool. But me personally, I don't like having too much money sitting on the sidelines. It's just like, eh, I'd rather have, yeah, I get a little bit, like, eh, I'd rather have this money working for me uh, in a smart way. So being booked, like, like my man Rose says, tough being booked up and keeping up with your personal life. I feel it, bro. For me, somebody got, got to put food on the table and roof over my family's head. And yeah, that's a decision that people make. But the thing is, you have to find a middle ground. You have to find that sweet spot that works for you. Just because it's like, oh, you know, work from, from noon to midnight. Work from 8 o'clock a.m. to 2 a.m. Like, no, that's not for everyone. If you have a wife and kids, like, no, you can't be doing especially on a consistent basis. You can't be doing that. Okay, I can see you do it like maybe once a week or something to have one of those like real grind days. Like, okay, cool. But doing that consistently all the time, no. No, where's the, where's the balance? This is why I took an extra day off per week a couple months ago. Oh yeah. I guess you guys don't know that. Cause <laughs> yeah, I've been gone, but I took, I started to take an extra day off every week. So Tuesday is my extra day off. So we're closed Sunday and then I'm off on Tuesday. What the, the whole purpose with this was I noticed that during the pandemic and by the way, I waited so long to even start taking these days off. I meant to do it last year, but I noticed that, man, I get kind of behind on some some things, like some personal things. And I wish I just had some extra time to do these things. Because Sunday, you you, you only can do so much on Sunday, right? It's usually like a family day or whatever. Like past Sunday, I cooked out and you know had my mom and uh, stepdad over. But you can only do so much. You can't take care of official stuff, right? Like going to a bank or, you know, you have to call some sort of office for something, you know. Most of those places don't operate on Sunday or, you know, so you can't do that. So I decided to take that Tuesday off and it was a little bit of a struggle because I was saying to myself, hmm, which day am I going to take off Monday? No, that's a good day for me. 
uh, Wednesday, who have clients that specifically book on Wednesdays. And I was like, oh, I don't want to do that. And then I was like, Thursday, I was like, mm. I was like, but that's that's a little bit too weird. And Friday and Saturday is a hell no. So then I was just like, Tuesday, gotta go. You know, I was just like, mm, you know, it's gotta go. So decided to take Tuesday. It is a little bit weird. I'm not gonna lie. Working Friday, Saturday, having Sunday off, then having to come back to work for a day, then you're off the next day. It is a little bit weird, but it's something that I've gotten used to. Of course, we're humans. We're creatures of habit. We we can adapt to anything. I love how people love to complain and just be like, oh, I can't do this. Oh, no, this is too much. Stop it. You're bullshitting. You're human. You can get used to it. So I've gotten used to it up until this point. So what I also decided to do with this extra day off, it was designed to help strengthen my other days. So I was also looking at my schedule saying to myself, the amount of money that I'm making, I can make this money in four days. I can do this work in four days. Let me think. Can I do it in three? Uh, maybe. If I work a little bit longer hours, maybe. But I can do this work in four days. Why am I here six? Let me get rid of this day. Hopefully, those people that try to book on that Tuesday, they will it will force them to book on the Monday or Wednesday or maybe then the Thursday. What it has done? Yep, it worked. Because I hear people say like, "Man, I tried to get in here on Tuesday, but yeah." It went. And then I tell them the you know drop the bombshell. Hey, Tuesday's my day off. So they're like, "Oh, okay." So they know not to book on Tuesday. So they'll book another day, either the Monday, Wednesday, or maybe the Thursday, whatever. So. It was designed to help strengthen my other days. So this is a piece of advice for you guys. Yeah, I know, guys. Liam, I think, Liam, you're from Canada, right? I remember I was making fun of your name before. And by the way, guys, for those of you that are curious where I've been, go to the audio platform. I discussed that in the entire podcast. So I'm not going to discuss it here. It's on the audio uh, version. So if you guys didn't know, I have been dropping podcasts, but they've only been on the podcast and platform. So if you go to Spotify, Google, Apple, uh, what Anchor, Stitcher, you know, all those platforms, it's on there. You can go listen to all the previous episodes. Um, so that's just a piece of advice for you guys. Maybe get rid of a day to help strengthen your other days. Because I'm going to be honest, guys, like, let's be real. I'm 40. I don't know how, how old you guys are, but I encourage you guys, value your time now. Me, I see the light at the end of the tunnel. So right now, I'm trying to be very intentional. I'm trying to be very purpose, and I'm trying to maximize the time that I have and wherever my time is spent, I'm trying to maximize that time. You see what happened? I'm waiting for the glass guy to come, right? I decided, hey, let me hop on here and podcast. Hey, let me decide to just get back on YouTube because I felt like this was necessary. And I've been debating like whether or not like when I'm going to come back to YouTube. I felt like coming back a couple weeks ago. I felt like coming back a couple months ago. But then there was always something that just kind of pulled me back. And I was just like, eh, nah, nah, not feeling it. Not feeling it. I'll wait. But this, I was like, this is very important. I really have to share this, not just on the audio. I got to put this on YouTube because this is very important. Like the, the stuff that people don't tell you about being a barber, the true stuff behind being a barber, the things that people sell to you, like, ooh, you know, like do this and get booked. But yeah, do you really want to be booked? Oh, do this. Do you have all these people? Da, da, da. Yeah, but what happens if you have some stuff happen in your personal life? How do you manage that? You know, me personally, I have an app, right? I have an app. So 
I can send them a notification. Very simple, right? Send them a notification. Boom. Very, very easy. So these are things that people don't really tell you. People really tell you a lot of the good stuff. They, they, they want to sell you on the good stuff to get you in, but then you get in there and then you're mismanaging how you're running your business. You know, I talked about this. Yeah, the last podcast I did on the uh, the podcasting platforms, I was telling people, manage your business properly. Do what you say you're going to do. You know, those, those cliche things of how to build your clientele as a barber, being there from open to close, being consistent, doing what you say you're going to do. And that's not even just a part of being a good barber. That's a part of being a good man. Doing what you say you're going to do. That's not that difficult, you know. And I've noticed lately, I've had a lot of clients uh, coming back that I haven't cut in a long time. And I'm like, hmm, it's kind of strange. I was like, this is happening quite a bit, quite a bit, quite, quite, quite a bit. And it's funny because uh, another thing with that was the no call, no show. And I charge for this. I don't know how much you guys charge. I would recommend that you charge a no call, no show fee. And if you don't, I'm the one here to tell you otherwise. Start charging, please. Because I was that guy. I was nonchalant about it. I was like, eh, you know, it's cool. You know, eh, you know, cool. Until the straw broke the camel's back. Here's what happened. This was, I think it was, was it this past holiday season? No, 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 no. I don't think it was this one. Maybe it was. I don't know. I don't know. But it was a, hol- a, a Christmas holiday season where... I had people like there was one Saturday where I had four no call no shows in one day. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? I was like, this is ridiculous. I was like, this is ridiculous, dude. Hell no. I'm not taking, I'm not gonna be on the hook for this. I'm charging y'all for this. So what I decided to do was I charge 50%. If you charge 100 percent that's cool. I'm not even gonna be like, I'm not that guy, right? I'm not trying to be out here like, yeah, it's too much. Whatever, dude. Get your money, dude. So I charge 50%. So what I do is now I know some people, they have people do deposits and it's not refundable if they no call, no show. That's cool. Right. Right. Get your money up front. That's cool. What I like to do is because with the no call, no show thing, I don't like habitual offenders. And here's the thing. People don't. And I had to explain this to one of my clients who recently had to pay a no call, no show fee. Uh, He was like, man, you're going to try. He's like, why is the haircut? Fifty dollars. I was like, dude, you know, you didn't show up. He's like, dang, he's like, man, really? I was like, yeah, you know, hopefully this will be that thing that kicks you in the ass to not ever do this again. And he overslept. He overslept. And this was on a Saturday. And this this particular Saturday, I, again, had no or four no call, no shows. So I'm saying to myself, <clears throat> this is just ridiculous. So I got bounties on a bunch of people's heads. I got I got four bounties. I got to collect. So next time I see y'all, I need that money. Right. So I saw him collecting the money. Now he was like, man, well, why is but then, of course, me being the gracious host, I explained it to him. I explained that when you know call no show, there's a butterfly effect of that. You may think that, yeah, I didn't show up. Okay, he'll just go and cut the next appointment. It gets deeper, guys. It, let, let me let me explain. <clears throat> I'm gonna explain this to you exactly how I explained it to him. Jason, what's up? <clears throat> I'm gonna explain this to you exactly how I explained it to him. There's a cause and effect to everything. Just like I said with those kids who threw that that rock through my bedroom window, there's a cause and effect. Now I have to pay for this stuff. They're not they're they're, they're not on the hook. I, I don't know who they are. Yeah, the cops came out and they wrote a little report, but that's probably going to fall on deaf ears. There's a cause and effect. Look, 
they're having their little fun, right? I got to pay for this. This company makes money, you know, and it sucks. I could have been putting, I don't know. My guess is it'll probably cost me maybe 500 bucks to fix all this stuff, right? I could have put this $500 into like some crypto stock market. I could have put this $500 into my barbering. I could have bought some new clippers. I could have, could have bought some new stuff for YouTube. Oh, and by the way, yeah, I got this little, uh, thing for you too. I need to hook this thing up. I've had this thing for months and it's, I, I still haven't used it, but it's like a little, uh, it's a deck I can, anyway, we'll get there. So there's a cause and effect. So as I'm talking to my client, I'm telling them, Hey, here's what happens when you know, call no show that takes time off of my books. That takes time. That takes time off the books where someone who wanted to get their haircut can't get their haircut because you said that you were going to be here on this day at this time. So especially in, especially on Saturday, which is a day that tons of people try to get in on Saturday with me, but I'm just like, dude, book early. I mean, it's available, you know, and then sometimes Saturdays, you know, the day of people will be able to book appointments the day of, but my Saturdays, even though I'm, I know like, oh man, I'm not fully booked going into the day. I know I'm going to be booked. It's a guarantee. So, I tell him, you took time off the books. That means that's less money that I can make. Then that also means that there's someone who wants to get their haircut but can't. Now, are they loyal or aren't they loyal? That's the question you have to answer. Are they loyal or aren't they loyal? Case in point, uh, I remember one of the Saturdays uh, one of my clients missed, or no call, no show, someone was like, hey, he, he knew, and I tell people, my clients, like, hey, DM me on Instagram. Maybe something will change. Maybe someone no calls, no shows, someone someone cancels. Or And I always tell my clients, go back on the app and check later. Maybe someone just dropped off. Maybe something opened up. Just because when you went on there now, it wasn't open, maybe it's open later. So this is very important. I, I tell my clients this. So one of my clients hit me up. He's like, hey, man, I saw your book. He's like, uh, if you get any no call, no shows, let me know. I was like, all right, cool. Got one. Let him know. No, he, he didn't respond. Basically, I, I knew he probably went and got his hair cut somewhere else. I just cut his hair uh, sat, yeah, Saturday, and he told me he did. Him and his brother uh, got their hair cut somewhere else. So in that scenario, I'm losing money. I could have made money. I just drove my client into the hands of another barber. Thankfully, my client's loyal to come back to me after getting his haircut from somewhere else. Because look, we all know as barbers, there's no guarantee. If your client leaves you, goes to another barber, there's no guarantee they're coming back. There's no guarantee that they're coming back. You never know what, what this person might be serving up on the other side of town might be better than what you're serving up. But, and I'm not an insecure barber. Like, hey, if my clients want to go, cool. And what's funny is I was going through my phone because I was trying to find a glass guy. Like I had a guy who, when we were doing our renovations, he did uh, the, uh, the glass in our shower. And I was like, hey, you know any glass guys? But then also I was going through my messages because I have a habit of not saving people's phone numbers. So there's just phone numbers just, you know, with no name attached to it. You just see numbers in my phone, tons of them. So I'm like going through it and I'm trying to remember, you know, like which number is his. So I'm like clicking on messages and I see a message from like an older client. I'm like, dang, I haven't cut this dude's hair in forever. Then I'm like, damn, I haven't. I was like, wow, I haven't seen this dude in months. And I'm like, damn, I wonder, uh, dang, I wonder how he's doing. You know, I was like, dang, 
Wonder where he's been. And I just went to delete his message, but that's just how it is. You know, when you have so many clients, it's hard to keep up with everyone. I'm just going to be honest. That's why I like the notifications. But it's really hard to just keep up with everyone. I'm just going to be honest. Like, even a few days ago, I had the thoughts like, wait a second, whatever happened to this guy? Haven't, haven't seen him in a long time. This stuff happens all the time. And you'll know as you um, as you become deeper into the barber game, this is going to happen to you. You're going to have clients that come back that you haven't seen in a year or two. You'll be like, oh, man, you know, like for whatever reason, right? Maybe they move or maybe they go to a new, new barber and then they come back. Dude, I've had this happen multiple, multiple, multiple times. And it just is what it is. It just comes with the territory. That's why being insecure as a barber, no, that's a bad trait. And this is, that's just a bad trait as being a human being, being insecure. You should be securing yourself. Be securing your skills. Like, this stuff's silly. Don't be insecure. You know, it's a game. The barber game. It's a game. There are winners and there are losers in every game. Everyone can't be a winner in the game. There are winners and losers. You have to accept that and just move forward and go along your day. Just the way you got that client, you might lose that client that way. That's fine. Okay. But I want you guys to be cognizant of what's really out there. I don't want you guys to just be like, oh, like so naive and just going in blindly thinking that everything's great. And then you get slapped in the face with the cold, hard truth of how this industry really works. So hope you guys got some information, some good stuff out of this podcast, some things that can spin the wheels in your head to where you start thinking a little bit differently. You know, and if you guys need coaching, hit me up. I do a barber on Instagram. I do one-on-one coaching. That's really more for like personal development and finance and stuff like this and getting yourself put on a plan to get to be better. Because like I said, I mean, a lot of people don't have money to just throw at weird stuff like this. You know, a lot of people don't have the extra money laying around to, you know, my AC went out a few months ago. That was three grand. You know, luckily I got the three grand back, but I had to leave the three grand sitting in limbo for two months. I mean, you know, this is the type of stuff that we go through in the coaching sessions, you know, to get you set up properly in life. Because I'm going to tell you guys right now, you might think life is hard, but I'm here to tell you life is easy. Life is easy. It's difficult being responsible. That's that's the difficult part about life. It's it's really difficult doing things the right way all the time. That's difficult. But other than that, life is easy. When you set everything up in your life properly and you have all the protocols in place, case in point, emergency fund, I'm not batting an eye about the money. It does frustrate me, but I'm not I don't have to bat an eye about the money spent to do this. It really does frustrate me. It really does frustrate me because I you know, It'd be different if, let's say, hot water heater goes out and I got to get a new one. That's cool because I'm like, okay, cool. You know, I'm a, I'll have a new hot water heater and I plan to rent this place out later. So that's one less thing I would have to worry about as a landlord. That's cool. But with some, you know, juvenile delinquents throwing rocks through your window, that's not cool. That's not cool. So set up your life properly, guys, because I always tell you, Set your life up properly where you can focus on the other things. It's a little bit harder to go operate and go through life when you have so many crises. That's not even a damn word. Crisis going on. Crises. <laughs> crises. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Uh, when you have so many crises going on, 
it's hard to really focus on the things that are really most important because you're like, man, you got to worry about how you're going to pay this, how you're going to get the money to do that. Oh, this, this thing's going on. Like, oh man, I don't have that set up. No, do things the right way. It's easy guys telling you. So I'm going to get out of here guys. Appreciate y'all for tuning in. Uh, I guess I'll be back here on YouTube doing, you know, whatever. So (laughs) it's nice coming on here. Uh, hanging out with you guys and chilling. I'll see you guys next time. It's been your man. I do a sign out. And uh, yeah. Whoa. I'll holla.